When a baby is born, there is a great deal of joy that comes into the life of the parents and those in the immediate family. They see the beautiful eyes, the smile, the giggle, the faint, distinct cries. There's a sense of joy and happiness and hope every time a baby is born into the world. And right now, even as I'm praying, as I'm talking to you right now, babies are being born all over the world. But they also know that it's a great responsibility. Because at least for the first couple of years, three years at least, that baby cannot do anything on their own. They are completely at the mercy of those who call themselves parents and caregivers to make sure that that baby is fed, nourished, loved, and taken care of. That baby has no means of defense of its own, no way to fight back from any kind of attackers. That baby is completely and totally at the mercy at the will of those who have made the decision to care for them. And there are parents right now who would love to have that responsibility, but for one reason or another, they can't have children, but it is a dream for them to be able to hold a baby in their arms, to be able to have a family of their own. And there are some that don't get the picture. They don't understand that concept. They are so loveless and so hateful. They think only of themselves and could care less about those around them. Now, what I'm about to describe now in the next few minutes is graphic. It is horrifying. It even hurts my heart to even talk about it. It really does. Because I've heard some strange cases of abuse and neglect. I've heard some cases where daddies slept with their daughters and slept with their sons. I've heard some cases where incest took place in their home. I've heard all kinds of stuff in my lifetime. But never... Have I heard something to this extent? And it, it, it saddens me. It literally, literally saddens me. Okay. Bear with me as I try to explain this horrifying story. Okay, so here we go. Before we get to the even the part that is the most horrifying part, let's go all the way back about a year and some change. We're in uh, Polk County, Florida. This is where it all took place. The little boy had wandered off from the extended care where they were staying at at the time. They wandered into the, he wandered into the pool and he drowned. 
he nearly drowned. At that time, when they took him to the hospital, the the little boy was already declared to be brain dead. Literally. It was that bad it was at that point that the doctors there told the two that it would be best to take him off of life support because if they decide to keep him alive, he would be in a permanent he would be in a permanent coma with no brain activity, could not move his extremities, could not do anything. He would be basically on life support for the remaining rest of his life. These two decide, and I'm not going to use the word parents because they don't deserve to even be called parents. Boy, alive. Ventilator and a stomach tube. Basically, they decide to keep this child at their home with this ventilator. And he would need round-the-clock care to ensure that the ventilator was working properly. This was in... 2020 well they would have a nurse come by every day to check the ventilators to make sure that the ventilator was good they'd come by every so often well eventually they decided to switch home care companies It was during that time that they tried, the, 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 the company came by and they called and they wouldn't respond to their calls. Then they tried to come by the house, they wouldn't even answer the door. So, let's flip forward to May 12th of this year. The woman, I'm not going to even call her a mother, who was identified as Takesha Williams, called 911. Well, she didn't call 911. She decided to call. She she did call 911. Let me get it right. But she said she didn't need the police. She just needed somebody to come by uh, the fire department to come check on the ventilator because according to her, the ventilator didn't the ventilator was not working properly when the fire crew arrived at the home they discovered that the ventilator was off and was not working they also discovered something else when they checked the baby that was inside this they discovered this boy had been in this ventilator for months, it was not working. There was no air coming through. He was not being fed. His stomach was extended and it turned green. They immediately took the kid to the hospital. Once they got to the hospital and the doctors saw what they were discovering, they immediately called the sheriff's department. What they discovered 
is hard to me to even describe. They immediately tried life-saving measures on the little boy, but he eventually succumbed to his injuries. When the autopsy was performed on him, it was discovered that this little boy had not been on that ventilator for months. The boy was literally rotting inside the ventilator. They checked the 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 baby's diaper and it was discovered that the boy had large open sores on his body. They found out that they discovered it was discovered later with the autopsy report they found out that the boy had fifth degree fifth degree ulcers and they were so big and they were so bad to the point where it exposed bone the smell of the boy's body decomposing inside that ventilator was all over the house The medical examiner also found out that he had bilateral pneumonia and sepsis. The police were eventually contacted. The Polk County Sheriff's Department was contacted. They visited the home. They said that the the, the home health care workers had not come by in months. They said they never showed up. And when they contacted the home health care worker, they found out it was a totally different story. They found out that the original health care workers, but they decided to switch it up. The new workers that they called, they contacted the, the company and they told the police and the sheriff's department that they had tried to contact the, the couple but they never responded to their calls. They tried to come by the home. Nobody answered the home. This little boy rotted in the bed with two other kids in the house, both two and ten. This little boy, and apparently, here was the, the, the part that pissed me off about the whole thing. It wasn't because they couldn't afford to keep the care to keep the kid. They paid for it. It was paid for by the state. They were getting paid to make sure that this baby stayed alive. The home care workers that came by, they were paid for by the state. She was getting a monthly check every month. When they asked her why she didn't call she didn't respond to the calls it was discovered she didn't want to tell anybody about her about this little boy because she was scared that if they found out about this little boy they would take their other children away
these two monsters, Takesha Williams and her boyfriend or whatever she wants to call him, Ephraim Allen, were charged originally with neglect, negligent child abuse causing great harm. However, those charges have been upgraded to aggravated manslaughter of a child. They're currently held in the Polk County Jail on a $100,000 bond. The two other children are currently in foster care and they're doing very, very well. In my personal opinion, these two bastards should be charged with murder. Capital murder. Because there's no way you can tell me that that baby should not be alive today. What they should have done, if they didn't want to deal with the responsibility of having a child that was, by all intents, handicapped, because he wasn't going to be able to function anyway. Literally, he wasn't going to be able to function. He had no brain activity. He could not move his extremities. He, he was basically going to be a vegetable under 24-hour round-the-clock care for the rest of their, his life. If this is what it was going to be, they should have pulled the plug almost two years ago. Instead, they allowed this poor, defenseless, innocent child to die a slow, agonizing, painful death at the hands of people whom he trusted to take care of him. I wouldn't treat my worst enemy like this. But these two monsters did. They literally murdered this child. They murdered him. And it's hard for me to talk about this. It's even harder for me to even explain. Because the thing is, your heart goes out to those children. Those heart, your heart goes out to them. Because nobody should suffer like this. And especially not a child. For under any circumstances, there should be no reason why that child had to suffer like this. Innocently, he suffered. Died. A needless, painful death. Thankfully, that little boy is in the arms of the Lord now. Where he don't have to suffer anymore. He's in the hands of Jesus. And he's in the safest place he could possibly be at this moment. I've never have encountered, I've heard of all kind of horrible cases. I didn't heard of DWI crashes. I didn't heard of child molestation cases. I didn't heard all murder, murder cases. 
And if there's one case that I think deserves a death penalty, this one should. I think they need to upgrade the charges again to a capital murder case because by all intents and purposes, they neglected this child. They neglected their other children. Because eventually they realized, and I'm pretty sure they understood, that this child was going to be a burden. This child could not do anything. And they had the opportunity to call it quits two years ago. Instead, they just chose to prolong his suffering. And that alone is more than just, just simple negligence. That's total intent. Because they knew this child could not do anything on his own. It would take a literal miracle from God for him to be anything like he was. There are parents right now who would love to have a child, even in the condition he was in. And they would love this child. They would take care of this child. And they would do everything and anything to ensure that this child is properly handled and taken care of. You have one job to do. That's it. One. And you failed. You failed. And you're going to have to live with that for the rest of your life. You got to live with the fact that your neglect your sheer evil caused the death of an innocent child. May God have mercy on your souls because I can guarantee the state of Florida probably won't and you don't deserve mercy. You don't deserve grace at this point because you showed none to that child. You showed no mercy. You showed no grace. You showed nothing but sheer neglect. And you deserve the maximum possible penalty for your crime. You don't deserve to see the light of day again. And as far as I know, uh, Florida has no parole system. So if you, whatever time you get, you got to do every ounce of that time. And I don't, and let me just say it like this. I don't wish nothing bad on you guys. I believe you can be redeemed. But you're going to have to remember that child. That child's going to haunt you in your nightmares. That child's going to remind you in your dreams what you could have had. It's going to haunt you. Because you had one job to do. And you failed. One job. This is a developing story. It's still going through the process of the courts. We're not sure what's going to happen at this point. We know that they're in jail right now on a $100,000 bond. The other two children who are 10, 
months old and two years old are currently in foster care. It's a heartbreaking story. It's heartbreaking for a whole lot of reasons. I don't know. I just don't have any words. I just, I'm running out of words to say here. All I'm going to say is there are plenty of other little boys and other little girls that are being dealt like, like treated like this. And I just ask that God would protect them. I ask that God would put his arms around them. And for those who perpetrate this kind of neglect should be dealt with swiftly, severely, and surely so that a message will be sent so that they would never do such a thing again. Pigmail, who is regret? I'm out.